0: All right, so this week I wanted to talk a little bit about what I have in my business bag, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about why I did that. Um, after I put this down, all right. So uh, the the whole po- purpose of of this video and this this particular episode is to talk about pro- productive mobility and how how it can really help small business owners to be productive and mobile at the same time. Uh, so the more productive we can be when we're working, uh, the more real value we can add to our customers and our business. Um, but we can work in a lot of places now. And if you have a small business, you may be working, um, in a library because it's not quiet in your office. Maybe you've got a small office with a lot of coworkers, but you need some time to think and you need to get out of there, go to the to the coffee shop or the library or something, and you can go ahead and do that. And how do we do that in a way that's productive? So the whole reason this came up for me was I was watching an episode of uh, DSL Video Shooter on uh, on YouTube. And uh, for those of you who are interested, I will share the, the link to his channel uh, in the show notes. But he said something, this was a 40-minute, you know, video episode. And he said something about, a piece of equipment that he used that I could take away and use right then. It wasn't the focus of the video. It was just an offhanded comment about one of the pieces of gear he used. And it occurred to me that uh, sometimes there are little tidbits uh, that can make our uh, work experience that much better. And so I just wanted to go through. and And so my hope is, well, basically... Uh, he saved me some time and money with that tip. And my hope is that while you may not be able to use everything that uh, um, I'm going to say, you might not want to model your entire mobility uh, lifestyle after what I'm doing, but maybe you'll see something that does help you or inspire you in in maybe in a little way, or maybe in something that, that makes your time uh, away from the office that much more productive. So, uh, The other thing I'm gonna cover today a little bit later is Beyond 50% is uh, coming up with a new, um, or we've just released a new service and I did wanna cover that a little bit. And uh, so we'll talk about that when I get get a little further. And now it's time to roll up our sleeves and get to work. Hi, I'm Steven Krause and this is Up and to the Right, the no-nonsense podcast where we blend your passion with proven business principles and practical action. This isn't about buzzwords or short-term trends. This is about taking those proven business principles and using them, applying them in a way that is authentic and unique to fit your business and your situation and your personality. So this week I, wrong camera, sorry, live. Um, So this week, like I said, we're going to talk a little bit about, um, uh, what's in my business bag and why? And then uh, we'll talk about our new recording service or our new, uh, yeah, our new record, uh, spoiler alert, our new recording service uh, that we just released. Um, we have solidified this 10 a.m. T- time slot. It works pretty well uh, on my side. So unless I hear feedback that we should change it, I'm going to go ahead and keep it this way uh, for the time being. It gets me streaming at a specific time every week. That helps my schedule and, uh, hopefully gets content out there for everybody else. So without more, uh, anything else, uh, or further ado, let's talk about what I have in, in my gear bag. And so, uh, first of all, uh, let's see, probably the best thing to do is just kind of hold it. This might be kind of a disaster. Um, my, my bag isn't, is, is a 2, and I, I like it. It's a good bag. Um, I'm not, you know, it's a, it's a bag. Uh, It does have a TSA feature where you can lay out the laptop portion uh, for in theory, so you can get through the airport. But honestly, trying to keep ahead of airport security regulations um, for me has been kind of a waste of time because most of the time they make me take a laptop completely out and put it in one of those trays anyway. So the zip down function doesn't really buy me anything. And so... Um, the first thing I want to mention is I do put the same kind of luggage thing that I put on, uh, on my actual luggage. I put that on my, on my backpack. It does just help me identify it. Um, usually I have it with me, but you never know. So, um, I haven't done anything. Let's switch cameras here. Uh, haven't done anything specific with the bag. So I did not stock it in, in preparation for this video. And the whole point was to, uh, really show you exactly what I'm carrying between home and work every day. And so that's, this is exactly what it is. So let's get to it. Move, move the coffee out of the way here. And so the first thing, obviously you do have your laptop now in this case. Uh, and for, I, I will try to to, to describe, uh, uh, what I'm doing for the audio only listeners of the podcast. So, um, and I'll also have, I'll shoot some photos of what I'm doing, maybe take some screen captures and put them in the show notes as well for, uh, audio listeners. But, um, anyway, so we've got, uh, it's got a laptop section. The laptop is not actually in it right now because I use the laptop for streaming. So, so laptops right here. I do supplement the laptop. The laptop compartment is padded, and later let's switch out to here. So the laptop compartment is padded, but I supplement that with uh, just a, a regular uh, laptop carrying uh, pad just as a, a pocket just to uh, supplement that, that padding. All right, hold on one second. Sorry about that. So, um, so that's the first section. The main pocket, I, I keep one of these little bags and what I keep in here is, see if you can see it without spilling it all over the place here. Um, I keep a corded mouse. I keep a USB C cable and a USB, uh, to Lightning cable for The uh, ones for my phone once for my iPad and I use a corded mouse so I don't have to mess with batteries and and uh, The little dongles or whatever else and I quite frankly sorry Apple. I don't like the magic mouse um, it's just I Yeah, whatever so not a big fan of the Apple Mouse um, Let's see I so I have some of my famous moleskin notebooks that I use for, um, uh, you know, whatever I'm working on. So these are just the projects that I'm working on right now. Um, and it's not particularly, it could be any number of notebooks. Typically it's two or three that I, I just have. And then a mouse pad in case I'm working, you know, on the laptop. All right, let's see what else we got here. So this is one thing that, um, I thought we'd talk a little bit about, and that is that I keep a cafe bag in the main pocket of my backpack. And so I've got kind of two layers of mobility. If I'm going back and forth between the office and, uh, and my house or the office and somewhere where I think I'll probably want to use a full on laptop, I'll go ahead and take the full bag with me. But this makes it really easy to say, okay, I want to go take some notes or do some thinking in a coffee shop somewhere, but I don't want to take the whole bag. I don't want to keep track of it. Um, I don't want to carry it around, whatever. Uh, But this gives me the option to just pull this straight out of the backpack and I have a certain set of things that I might use. Now, normally I will keep uh, one of the moleskins right in the pocket of this. So when I pull this out of the bag, it's ready to go uh, wherever I go. And so I keep in this bag my iPad, one of the Moleskin notebooks, and then this guy has a little pocketed uh, sorry, it's kind of stuck. All right. Has a little it has a little pocketed thing that you can put put stuff in. So it's got Apple Pencil, another thing I never use, so sorry Apple. Um, love my iPad, love my MacBook Pro. Do not care about the Apple mouse or the Apple pencil, um, pencils, regular pencils for working in my moleskins um, an eraser, which I'm a big fan of. Cause if you're a mechanical pencil user, those little erasers disappear in no time. So I keep a full on, uh, you know, pencil sized eraser available. And then I have business cards, um, Headphones these are uh, noise canceling Um, and Then in this pocket I Do keep a little thing of mints that uh, are really conveniently sized to go right in here I think I got these at Starbucks, but it doesn't really matter It's just a place a a convenient place to keep them in the place that you're gonna take with you Or you're most likely to have with you in case you're you just had a a Uh, An Italian sandwich and maybe you need a mint before you meet a client Uh, But that's that's what I keep there and in the back of this It just has the pockets that I put the iPad in and the moleskin notebook. Um, I don't think I use this pocket at all. Oh But that gives you uh, kind of some some really layered mobility option that uh, I find really convenient All right, I'm not gonna try to put it back together Okay, so Oops. All right. So let's see what else we got in here. Um, to be fair, that's actually 90% of it. Let's see. I think in the, in the top part here, I've got a pair of sunglasses. These are like backups. So if I end up somewhere without them in this pot, I keep extra lead. Let's see. We've got A dongle for uh, the car. So it's got the lightning adapter for uh, the iPhone and then um, a headphone jack and a a lightning adapter for the power and the the auxiliary in the car in case you're into using your phone in your car and you don't have Bluetooth. I've got some extra lead for the pencils. A bigger eraser for if I really make a mistake. Um, Let's see what else we got, more lead. Uh, I do have a lightning or a, a USB-C to USB-A adapter. A, um, this, this is actually kind of a cool thing. Go down there. All right. So this I found on, uh, must have been on Amazon, but it's just a little SanDisk thumb drive. But on one side, it's a an, uh, USB-A. And on the other side, it's USB-C. So I thought that was pretty clever. Uh, works on both uh, Mac and windows and, and goes from one Mac to another or whatever. Uh, so I like that. looks like that's it. I've got a couple of extra erasers in here for those mechanical pencils. That's the whole deal there. Front pocket. I actually don't use this a lot. It's got pen and pencil holders. Um, I have a pen in it, but I don't use pens very much, which is why it's here and not in the organizer I keep in my cafe bag, which is where I keep all of most of my day-to-day stuff. Um, In this case, I have some business cards from the trip to California that I took a couple weeks ago. Um, Those are just business cards from other people that I need to process. So actually, we'll we'll just take those out. Um, My actual sunglasses that I normally use are in this front pocket. And then, uh, again, I have a pocket here I don't use at all. Oh, I have receipts in there from the trip. That's not normally. Uh, I'm not normally on trips, so that's where that comes from. I do have a microfiber cloth in here for wiping screens down. And then, last but not least, in the front pocket, um, when I'm at work, I just don't like having my wallet around, so I shove my my wallet in my in the front pocket of the bag. So, really, the 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 takeaway is the, the layered mobility really helps me. And I think, you know, it's something that's pretty easy to do. You don't have to go get the exact bags that I have, but having a smaller bag that you can carry, like the, the stuff that you really want to have available to you. If you're, um, if you don't want to bring your laptop or whatever, um, it's nice to have that, just pull it out and have it totally ready to go. So you don't have to fish through your backpack, figuring out, what um you specifically need for that trip to the coffee shop or whatever because your basic work kit is working kit is in it so uh the the one thing that i wanted to say uh about what you might have noticed i don't have in my backpack and that's a laptop power supply and i don't carry one um you know the macbook pro has pretty good battery life and uh typically I'll keep a, a charger at whatever my home base is. So at home, I have a charger. At the office, I have a charger. If I'm traveling, I'll take a charger and my bag will get a little heavier if I'm I'm traveling because I do add some things like that um, so that when I get to a hotel room, I have it. But normally on a day-to-day basis, I don't keep a charger in the bag. I don't keep uh, an extra battery pack for the iPad or anything like that in the bag. It's just not something I feel like is important. So. Um, the next thing I wanted to do was kind of introduce the, uh, audio or visual recording services that we have, uh, started at Beyond 50%. And the reason I did this is we went through, you know, I started doing audio video, uh, production for the Under Pressure Divecast, which was a scuba podcast quite a while ago. And, uh, not just for the podcast itself, but also for, um, supplemental videos that I did. I did some scuba videos of, uh, you know, when I went diving, I would, uh, put those videos on the website and write a little article about them. Well, I got started shooting photos of products I was reviewing or, or, um, doing, uh, the video, uh, from my GoPro at the time. That's what I was using to shoot the underwater video. And, um, Every time I did a video, I've always been interested in cameras and audio and stuff like that. So every time I did a video, I felt like there was more I could do, something I could do to improve it. And so I got very into uh, the technique and technology of audio-video production. And what that has meant for me is that over the years, since I did the under-pressure dive cast till, you know, uh, the up until the right podcast where we do, uh, I used to do an intro video for every episode. Um, and then now where we're up to the point where we're streaming every episode and what has that, uh, that journey has, has allowed me to collect a lot of knowledge, but also a lot of the gear you need to produce high quality video and audio content. And so what we've done is I've said, okay, I use this stuff once a week to do the live stream and, you know, sometimes during the week to create other audio and video uh, content and products. Um, But there's a lot of time where the studio is empty and uh, get over here. All right. So I wanted to get us in a position where we weren't constantly uh, or where I wasn't, it wasn't just constantly empty And there's an opportunity here because there are small business owners that may not want to invest in the equipment or the time it takes to figure out how to make it all work. And and it is a significant investment in time. So I said, all right, well, my whole goal, the whole point of Beyond 50% is to help small business owners. And one of the ways we can do that is create engaging content that business owners can use to help identify themselves in the marketplace and build trust with their audience. And so I said, well, I've got this empty studio. Let's try to get people in here and, uh, and help them create that product. So we've announced it. It's live. I will, um, let me go to a, all right, so here's the website and, um, I just, I don't want to go through the whole thing. I will put a link to the website in the show notes, uh, for this, which will be, um, uh, the show notes page will be at, uh, HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash, B 50 P dot info forward slash U a T 29 for the 29th episode. Um, but I will also put that in the, in the notes on this video on YouTube and, um, so you, so you can go check it out anyway. There's there's a couple of things I did want to touch on. There is a ton of information on this page about our studio and recording in general. So um, there are two downloads that I think might be interesting, even if you don't, if you're not geographically located here in northern Colorado and and coming to the studio doesn't make sense for you, you may still have some value coming here because I have created two um, documents for download. That there's no, they're not behind a, a email wall or anything like that. You don't have to put in your email to download them or whatever. You just go to the webpage, download them. One of them is how to get studio ready. So, how do you prepare for some time in the studio when you're doing um, this kind of work? And then the other thing is uh, over the years, I've created a, a shot list in uh, a spreadsheet that really helps organize. Uh, video content. It's, it, and that's what it's really designed for. So um, the first one is this guide that you can go ahead, like I said, and download straight off of our, our Google Drive. The things that you might want to take away or, or prepare for when you're going to any studio, not just ours. Um, there's pre-production information, there's production information. Pro- post-production information is geared around primarily getting an outside service to do that for you. Um, I do have some DIY links uh, and I talk about this. There's a lot that goes on when you're talking about editing video. And so it's pretty important that you understand uh, that that if you wanna take that on from the perspective of DIY, doing it yourself, um, it's a big project. And every little, uh, or there are a lot of little nuances that will make a difference in the final product. And it's important to understand that and remember it when you're creating content. So you can take a a professional editor can take the same raw footage that, that, um, a non-professional will, and they can edit it in a way that is more compelling and they can do it faster than we can do on our own as non-professionals. So I just want to mention that, um, and, uh, then there's post-production tips Uh, as well as tips and tricks for the overall uh, video experience. Um, One of them, specifically video lights, are very bright. They might not look bright from uh, the viewer's standpoint, but they're very bright when they shine straight into your eyes. So there's stuff like that that can help get you accustomed or familiar with what it's going to be like in the studio environment and help you uh, prepare for that. So that downloads available. The shot list that I was talking about is right here. And you can see that, um, you know, there's a a shot number that's, you know, up to you. This column lets you say what kind of camera angle it is. Where is it coming from? Then there's a column here that, that you put in the time. And this is actually really um, easy to do but it really helps you in production because if you're targeting, you say, okay, I want to do a 15 minute video, or I want to do a three minute video. You can write your content down and you really don't have any idea how long it's going to take you to deliver that content if you don't time it. So what I do is I write my content and I write my narration, um, within these cells right here. And then, um, that helps me say, okay, for this portion when I'm speaking, we're going to have, like in this case, it's going to be a close-up. And this is what I was going to say. Now, obviously, this is descriptive and not actually what I was going to say, but that helps me uh organize the shots when I get into the studio. So I say, okay, for this shot, I need a close-up. For this next one, I'm going to shoot B roll. Well, what's the B roll that I'm going to shoot? And so you go through and you figure that out. Um, this column here is just tells you what location you're going to use and that may or may not matter to you if you're going to do all your shooting in one studio fine you don't need to worry about it if you're going to do shooting in several locations you may need to uh, go ahead and fill that out and then finally there's a notes section over here where you can say all right this is uh, you know what props do i need to use what questions do i have about the shot maybe i've gotten a lot organized but I'm like, well, um, I don't really understand what time of day would be the best to shoot this. And then you either talk to your camera professional, um, the person who's going to shoot it, your videographer or whatever, or do some research, um, or talk to an editor and say, Hey, I'm going to do this shot. What does that look like? Um, what would be, what time of day would it really mesh with everything else? Um, she can put some notes in there down here in blue. This is just a list of the abbreviations I use when uh, I'm filling out the the shot type, the description here. And that's close up, three quarter, uh, full standing, B-roll, live stream, which we're doing now, and then live stream wide, which we're doing now. So that's the basic um, shot list. And what I'll say about this is pre-production is really important. In fact, it's one of the things that I say uh here in the um in the introduction down here is pre-production is one of the key elements of creating video. It isn't getting behind there or in front of, in this case the camera. The when you get to the point where you're actually recording, a lot of the work has already been done. Most of the work has already been done. And and that's important. If you get in front of the camera before you're ready you don't always know what you're going to say. You're not always prepared to say it. You haven't articulated your message. You haven't focused it well enough. Uh, you don't know what shots you're going to use, and it makes that production portion much more complicated and time-consuming, and much and and adds to any anxiety you might already have being in front of the camera in the first place. Which is for many people uh, something that is a concern: is they get nervous when they get in front of the camera, and so we want to. Get rid of that as much as possible by being prepared. So, uh, going back up to here real quick, just to go through what we're what we're talking about here. The examples of the video types um, we might do uh, website videos describing your product or your service or your mission or your or your history. Um, you might do an online advertisement for LinkedIn or or um, Facebook or Google. Um, in, you can do video instead of simply uh, a photograph or a description. Um, you can record podcasts with us. You can do live streaming, obviously um, you could do a landing page video, uh, online course content, whether it's audio or video product explainer videos. So anything like that you can do uh, in, in with the equipment that we have in the studio environment that we have. And so, uh, we can talk, uh, we don't really need to talk about the services available. Cause we kind of just, just did, um, on the page, there are some photos. You can see the live streaming area. You can see the backgrounds that we have available. And then, then it goes through, uh, you know, pre-production, post-production or pre-production, production, post-production. And, um, I have some resources for, uh, people who want to get, uh, an editor. I have some local talent that we use to get editing that we recommend uh, you talk to. For gearheads, there is a list of gear that's not particularly important if you're uh, if you just want to come in and record the specific gear we're using, um, you can tell by watching the videos that we do, the kind of results that we're capable of getting. So um, that's kind of the the overview of of our new service. I will put a link to, the sh- to uh, that page in the show notes and um, be happy to answer any questions that anybody might have uh, with regard to uh, that, those services. So um, at this point, I'd like to uh, ask you to, if, if you find these videos helpful, subscribe to the B50P YouTube channel um, and hit that bell to get notified when we're on, on the air live or if new content is being released. Uh, visit beyond 50%.com to see show notes for each episode. That's where we keep all of that stuff. So that's where we have links to resources that we talk about. Um, and, uh, any downloads that we might, uh, prepare for, for an episode. That's where they'll be available. If you could use some help getting, uh, developing and implementing business improvement solutions, that's what we do. Uh I'd, I'd love to talk to you. You can call us at 2, 970-218-2018 or email us at go.beyond at b50p.com or visit the website, obviously, at beyond50percent.com. Any questions that you might have uh, or topic suggestions, you can email those to q.a at b50p.com. We look forward to to answering any questions or uh, to engaging in specific topics of interest. Um... Uh, and I'd like to thank you for watching. Uh, before I let you go, I do wanna say that next week, we're going to be talking about um, open books. Uh, and is it, is it a good idea or a bad idea to open your accounting books to your employees? So I look forward to uh, uh, talking about that with you and giving, giving you my perspective on open accounting books. Thank you for watching. It's time to roll up our sleeves and get to work.